Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We're down to 50 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Starts. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. What a move by Starks. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. On this Tuesday morning, I was just scrolling through Twitter, checking out the New York Post tweets. By the way, uh, just to catch you up on anything you might have missed while you were sleeping, if you're just joining us, we've been on since uh, midnight and talking about a little bit of everything. Correa and the Mets, what the latest with that. It's, uh, you know, the Twins apparently are are getting uh, serious in talks with Correa, so maybe Correa does not stay or, or, or does not end up. What the Mets, we talked about the Jets and their quarterback situation, what they need to do as a franchise moving forward. The Giants, of course, in their wild card matchup. What the Vikings, the Knicks lost, college football championship, worthless. Anyway, I'm scrolling through Twitter, and among some of the tweets I see from the post, Igor Shesterkin keeping focus on the Rangers' task over the All-Star game. That's great. Here's one. Michael Kay threatens to get ESPN New York producer fired over rating shot. Ooh, what's that? Clickbait. You know, and I read it. I didn't see the video, and I'm not familiar with all the participants in it. But what I will say is, you know, I've been in that spot before as a producer behind the scenes. And you're making no money. You're happy to be there. You're happy to have a voice. You're trying to joke around. And I don't know the inner workings of ESPN by any stretch. I'm not going to try to pretend that I do. But I do know how it works here. And by the way, coming up on my 20th anniversary at WFN. Actually, I can't say 20th anniversary because there's been some comings and goings. But 20 years since I walked into the building first as an intern. That'll be, I think, the 27th. I forget. But it's it was the day after the Super Bowl Bucks and Raiders in 2003. Anyway, we digress. 
as a producer, you're trying to say things, you know, that's going to make the show host happy and, and have fun and be funny. But you also got to be very, very, very careful because you have to know your role. And in this particular case, this producer took a shot at the Michael K show. And boy, Mr. K was not having it. He went off the deep end, threatening to fire him. I will have you fired with one phone call. That's what you want to do? I will have you fired with one phone call. What I'll say is this. I think it's a little bit of misplaced anger where Mr. K is not, in fact, upset with the producer, but the reality of the situation that Carton Roberts, my guys, especially Craigie, they've been bludgeoning the Michael K show. That's where it comes from. The truth hurts. The truth is the ratings have dipped significantly. Don't blame the producer. Leave the poor guy alone. Don't threaten to take away his job. Come on. That's not right. Be human about it. 877-337-6666. Stewart is calling from Brooklyn. Hi, Stewart. How? How can the people talk about the giant defense when it hasn't been good all year long? Yeah, it's been okay. It's not like it's a great it's strength. It's not great. It's yeah. not a strength of the team. The strength of the team has been Daniel Jones doing a lot with nothing. If I, had no to give you, if I had to ask you three people to be the biggest um, keys for the Giants' success. Three people. What would it be, Stuart? Brian Dable. Right. Joe Shane. Well, I mean, I wouldn't go there, but okay. What else? And Daniel Jones. I would go Barkley instead of Joe Shane, but I'm fine okay, with Joe all Shane. All right, yeah. so we'll go Barkley instead yeah, of but, Joe Shane. Brian, and, and Brian Dable's the biggest reason why they win. Correct. Brian Dable is the number one reason because he made Daniel Jones better. I mean, it's not a knock on right. Daniel Jones. No, it's just fact. But he just gets the most out of nothing. Okay? He has nothing to work with, right. basically, except for Jones and Barkley. What does he have? And they have Well, no Kenny receivers. Galladay. He's got Galladay, don't forget. Oh, please. Galladay? Yeah, no, I know you like Galladay. Is that a joke? Well, no. Don't you like I thought you were a big Galladay fan. What? I thought you were a big Galladay fan. Were you not? No. No. I'm a big Daniel. I like the way Daniel Jones plays. Danny Dimes. Now, what are you doing for the game Sunday? Just going to sit back, watch, and hopefully watch them win. So what about the rest of the wild card weekend? Like, for me, I try to plan... And, you know, my, my whole weekend, obviously, is, is football-focused, whether I'm going to watch at a bar, whether I'll be at home, invite people over, whatever. I want to know what your plan is, like, starting Saturday, 4.30 for the, the first game. Well, I'll just be getting home from uh, Long Island. And what are you doing on Long Island? Oh, uh, I, I go to the Apple Store in Manhattan. Oh, okay. All right, you go to the and, Apple Store uh, in Manhattan. I have friends over there, and we talk about sports, and hmm. we see who's going to win. And do you tell them you talk win. to me regularly? Like, do they know who I am? Yeah, they know who you are. Oh. Are you kidding me? Stop. Well, what do you mean? Maybe they don't. I mean, I'm, they, I'm curious. They, if you... they know I call the show. This show? Yep. And you say oh, I call the Salicata show on the overnight and we become friends? Oh. Uh-huh. I mean, you can tell them the details. It's cool. We've hung out before. I told them. And they they they, they seem to think that's a cool thing. Oh. I said, yeah, it's cool. Nah, they're probably like, who? Sal? He's on the overnight? I mean, what is that? They've heard of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You're making me feel good. I'm not buying players it. with sports? No. Hmm. Let's say this much. They, let's say this much. Uh, I want to see what uh, Dallas does Monday night. <laughs> I can only imagine what he's going to do to them. Are you rooting for the Cowboys? No. Hmm. TB12. Oh, TB12, that's your guy? Um, 
Well, well, look, over the years, I didn't like the the Patriots. And over the years, I was talking with Hall, and we were talking. He was back in the Eagles when the Eagles beat the Patriots back in what, in what year. And I said to him, no, I don't want the Eagles to win because I want to be the only team to have beaten Brady Belichick oh, in right, that era. Right. And I wanted it to be the Giants to do it twice. And then the Eagles go out and spoil the party. Yeah. No, wait, I'm sorry. Belichick's defense spoiled the party. I didn't want uh, the Eagles to win that Super Bowl either because I was so upset that the Falcons lost the year before, so I didn't want to have the Eagles do something no, of course not. that the, Giants, the, the that Falcons be, couldn't do. No, that, of course, for you it would be a different story. Mm. But I hate the Eagles for another reason. Because of what they did to the Giants all those years. Right. Especially with uh, the... Sean Jackson? Oh, uh, the, f- uh, the fumble. Oh, Pasarczyk? Yeah, the Pasarczyk fumble. Mm-hmm. That was that was that was ridiculing. Yeah, you remember that game? Yeah. Hmm. How'd you w- react a- to that? Did that anger come out? What? Did that anger come out? Yeah, because you want to know what? I don't like Philadelphia. How's the anger I- doing these days, Stuart? You got it under control? Mm, let's just say this much: it's under wraps. When was the last time you had one of those outbursts? Um, last Monday. Oh, okay. Well, it's been about know, a week. On the 26th. 20, on the 26th. The day after Christmas? Yeah, you know why? Why? What happened? Well, let's say this much. I told you about the guy upstairs for eight and a half years. Was give, had did nothing but uh, uh, annoy, harass, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Now we got two witches upstairs that practice, uh, let's just say, unsavory things that they do. Okay. And... I saw one of them come out in an unsavory dress. Whoa. Dress manner of being dressed. And I said to myself, this is what you do one more time to the landlord. I said, this is what you do again after the year 2000 when we had an unsavory apartment with people conducting unsavory business. Ooh, I, that's all I'm going to say to you. Ooh, I think I know you where know, that's going. You can imagine what the unsavory business wow. is. Wow. Yes. And it, it, it's exactly what you're imagining. Wow. So, I have to deal with it again. Did you partake in this? No. Oh. No way. Did uh-huh. you want to? No. Yeah. No, not that, really dealing with money. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. It was know. that type of deal. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. All right. Never? Okay. No, not with, not, yeah. with, not in the, you kidding me? You can't do that. Right. Well, no, it's illegal. I can't do that. I was just curious if you did. Let's just say this much. You have to uh, understand one thing. It should not be in an apartment building. Where right. people live. Back to the Giants. So you feel good about their chances this weekend? Yeah, because you don't know what? They kept the game close. And Minnesota's defense is not that good. And it's, and Kirk Cousins, he could be on and off. I mean, I'm not saying he's bad quarterback, but he could be on and off also. You have a Super Bowl prediction for us, Stuart? I have a Super Bowl prediction? Yeah. Um, NFC, San Fran. Mm-hmm. I picked them, but I don't know about Purdy so much. I mean, his roller coaster, his ride might end soon. So, so let me think. Who else would I pick? No, Dallas, Philadelphia, San Fran. I mean, you want me to just name all the NFC teams? No. Giants, Minnesota. There we have There's it. Nobody, the Giants aren't going to get there. Daniel Jones is not going on. So the Giants, you have the Giants beating the Vikings, but then losing the next round. Yeah. All right. And uh, the the team out of the West, NFC, I was, I would pick San Fran, and then the other AFC Buffalo. 
All right, there you go. We're on Buffalo. Buffalo, right? We'll talk to you tomorrow. No, I'm saying you know why Buffalo, right? Well, Hamlin, I'm assuming. Yeah, Cam- Hamlin. So. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you have a good day, right? All right, Stuart, you too. As always, thank you for calling. Appreciate checking in. Not sure what's going on in that apartment, but appreciate checking in, Stuart. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's too early to be predicting games or the field, but I do get the feeling people are going to be overlooking Minnesota in that matchup. And here we should be focused on Dable and the Giants and what they could do. Great story. The reality is, I mean, Minnesota's got to be looking at the Giants saying, well, yeah, I mean, I'd rather play them than Dallas or Tampa Bay or San Fran. These two obviously have had history in the postseason. Good history for the Giants. Not so much for the Vikings. Vikings haven't had much good history in the in the postseason, period. But it'll be a fun matchup. And, and, and just in general, like I love, these are the two best weekends in sports. We've been talking about it for a while. I don't think week 18 was great. I wouldn't say it was a dud, but it wasn't great. The Saturday games were fun. Maybe that was just because I, you know, I bet on him and won or whatever. But I do think that the Saturday games were fun. Or maybe it was just because it was Saturday and I was off and at home watching. And Sunday was, eh. The Jets game was unwatchable. Buffalo ended up, you know, it was a little back and forth with New England for a while, but they ended up pulling away. Rams couldn't beat the Seahawks, which made the Sunday night game kind of, you know, a lot less fun or important, even though the good guys won with the Lions. Week 18 was a little disappointing, but I look ahead to the wild card weekend. I love it. It's like it's like the Super Bowl feel, but you have three days of it. I guess Saturday, Sunday. Monday feels still like a regular Monday night game that just happens to be a playoff game. Monday doesn't feel like the postseason, right? Even after it's the second year that we're doing it, does Monday really feel like playoff football? Yeah, it's a playoff game, sure, but it doesn't feel the way that Saturday and Sunday do. Although I believe this Monday is MLK Day. Am I correct on that? Which means that people are off. Maybe it will feel like, yes, it is MLK Day this Monday. Yeah, maybe it will have a holiday feel to it. Anyway, each game, even though the matchups don't necessarily look great or all of them look great on paper, it's awesome. The standalone postseason games. I mean, so many games with the two on Saturday, now three on Sunday, and then the one on Monday. I love it. Best weekend, the two best weekends in sports. Wild card weekend, and then a divisional round after that. Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Got it back on the fan. Go to 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Continuing along with your calls on this Tuesday morning overnight show. 877-337-6666. Jets and their quarterback situation and their future. Are they going to change the head coach? Are they going to change coaches, period? Are they going to stay the course? That's what I've been saying they should do. Stay the course. Ride it out here with Douglas. 
with Sala with Wilson and make sure you put him in the best position to succeed, develop and succeed moving forward. That's the way that I would go with the organization as opposed to Jimmy Garoppolo or Derek Carr. Now, look, if uh, you have a chance to get Aaron Rodgers, sure. You're going to go get Lamar Jackson, understand it. Me, personally, I think the perfect fit is Matt Ryan, as we've been discussing throughout the course of the show. I mean, I said it last week, too, but I'll say it again, and I and it gave plenty of reasons why that is the case. Giants obviously taking on the Vikings on Sunday in a wild card round. You know, as we look forward to a special wild card, just stay away from the boat trips. Nobody's going on any boat trips this week, right? We look forward to a special matchup with the Giants being involved in the postseason for the first time in a long time, and that's going to be Exciting. Still waiting Carlos Correa news. Hey, maybe that news will actually happen today at some point. Uh, Steve Cohen said soon on Saturday that there'd be a resolution to it. Late last night, we're hearing about the Twins being back in serious contention. Talks heating up. Could it be a smokescreen? Who knows? Just please end it already. Uh, Just make a decision. Is he staying with the Mets or coming to the Mets? Or is he leaving to go to Minnesota? 877-337-6666. 877-337-6666. And, of course, the Knicks with another heartbreaking loss last night. Not that you really care at this point with them, but they are what they are. They're a frustrating basketball team, but they're better than the slop that we've seen for the better part of the last two decades. Alan is calling from Queens. Good morning, Alan. Hi, Sam. How are you doing? Alan, Mike uh, Trout for MVP. How about that? Yes, yes. Uh, for MVP? Mike Trout, your guy. I mean, and you used to call oh, all the time yeah, and talk yeah, about yeah, Mike yeah. Trout. He, that was your thing. He you rocked, called forever. He rocked two MVPs. He rocked two MVPs. Yeah. But I, I really want to speak about uh, uh, Stetson Bennett. He was robbed of a Heisman. Okay. Uh, Caleb Williams, I mean, he got slaughtered in the championship game against Utah, mm-hmm. and they lost three games. Uh, Stetson Bennett didn't lose. Okay. And Korea, as long as this goes on, uh, the worse it is. Yeah, yeah, I'll take your word for it. Uh, that's great. Did you watch the championship game last night? Uh, I watched a little of it. Yeah, it wasn't, uh, but, wasn't uh, much of a game. I, I, I heard it was 10-7, and then I heard it was 65-7. Yeah, yeah well, it was, it was, that is correct. It, it was 10-7, and then it was 65-7. Yeah, it was ugly. Yeah. Yeah. And great statistics, 18 out of 25, 304 yards, four touchdowns, uh, passing, and two on the ground. You want me to get the update music for you or what? No, no, oh. no, no, no. Uh, I'm just saying, uh, Caleb Williams, he, he got slaughtered by Utah. Well, uh, uh, the, the winners are the, the ones who should get the Heisman. you have anything else uh, or are you just talking national championship game today? Uh, just national championship. And, and Korea, as longer this goes on, the worse it is. For who? For the Mets. Oh, oh, I know you meant for the fans and everybody involved. And thanks for the call, Alan. <laughs> the longer this goes on, the worse that it is. What? You mean that phone call? For who? For every listener out there? Just kidding, Alan. Don't take it personally. We exaggerate for effect. Although in that case, it happened to be dead on, you know what, accurate. The longer that it goes on, I feel like it favors the Mets, believe it or not. Because if there were... If they were really serious with Minnesota, then why wouldn't they just get a deal done? Boris ultimately doesn't, and I don't believe Correa, ultimately do not want to leave the Mets. And I think the Mets know that, which is why you didn't see any panic from the Mets when all these stories came out 
about Correa and the Twins talk heating up. That's just my gut. No sources, just a gut feel. Usually, I would be in agreement, all the longer it goes, it's not good. This, I think, is the opposite. I think Boris, I think the Mets have drawn their line in the sand and are waiting on Boris. And Boris is doing whatever he can to try to get some leverage, but he doesn't have any. Because the Mets know nobody's going to give him a long-term deal. And they also know that Minnesota, I mean, come on, Minnesota is not going to have anywhere near what the Mets have to spend. Matt is calling from Far Rockaway. What's up, Matt? Hey, how you doing? Uh, pretty good. You? I'm doing good. Uh, I just wanted to, you know, talk about it for a second, the uh, Giants-Vikings game coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know the, the Vikings had a lot of, uh, you know, close games this past season, but I've been hearing a lot about how, you know, they're going to take this game. And I just think, you know, the Giants all season long are just a hardworking team. Not the best talented team, I'll give that, but uh, they're just a hardworking team. I just feel like they're going to come out on top at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, who who do you think is the better coach team? Better coach, I can get it to the Giants. I mean, Dave right. all year long, he's just been he's just been such a you know he's been grinding, and this team uh, you know with Dave Ball is just an immediate turnaround from from last year. Agreed. I think well, they, they. What about the quarterback? Who would you give the advantage to there? I mean, quarterback. Kirk Cousins is better than Daniel Jones. You know, Daniel Jones uh, is, is he? improvement, but <laughs> is he? But I, I think Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins is better. I mean, Daniel, Daniel Jones has made improvements, but he's not the same caliber as Kirk well, Cousins. Well, I mean, who, who isn't? I think you can make the argument uh, either way, but I, mean, I don't love Kirk Cousins. They're different quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins throws it a lot more, bigger plays through the air. It's a different offense. It's a different player. But Daniel Jones, you know, he's one who's going to protect the football. Daniel Jones and right. the Giants haven't beat themselves. That is something that Minnesota, you know, and look, Minnesota only had four losses on the year. So obviously they're doing something right. But that's something that would worry me about Minnesota is that they have had a tendency to be able to beat themselves. Right, that's true. That's true. I mean, what worries me more about Minnesota is there, you know, they're, they're, I mean, Justin Jefferson, just, <laughs> the, the, the Giants don't really have much receivers to, uh, you know, to help their uh, their offense get rolling. But oh, yeah, Kenny Galladay. Unbelievable. And, yeah, I'm actually wondering if they're going to play him on, uh, on on Sunday, you know, because Kenny Galladay, I mean, he's, he's definitely a good player, but he hasn't seen the field, you know, just you know, besides this past week against the Eagles, you know. He hasn't seen the field in a while. So I'm wondering what they're going to do with Gallagher. Well, it's because the, the reason is because he hasn't been a good player for the Giants. He was a good player with Detroit. He's been a bad player for the Giants, so he hasn't seen the field. Look, the and we had a call bring this up earlier. There are two ways you could look at it. One, there's a reason why on a wide receiver needy team, Kenny Galladay hasn't had any action. Two, they're a wide receiver needy team. Galladay, you know, making his presence felt uh, on uh, Week 18 against Philadelphia. Can he help them out in this wild card game? I would be surprised if he had a bigger role, but you never know. I mean, you think you think he, they're going to start him, or you think they're just going to you know take him in and no. out depending on uh, the offense? I think in and out. I do not believe they're going to start him. Right, right, yeah. So I mean, the Giants—that's that's really really weak on you know their 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 wide receivers. They just don't have the most talented. But you know, they got Saquon obviously, and they got a hardworking offense. Daniel Jones is you know he's definitely improved, but uh, I think it's it's all they have is really Saquon on the offensive side. Yeah, and if they're going to win this game, they got to run the football. And thank you for the call, Matt. Appreciate you checking in and not make mistakes. I mean, those are uh, the two biggest keys. You can't beat themselves. Minnesota can get away with a mistake or two. The Giants cannot. But to their credit, the Giants, they have been solid, consistent all year long. 
and they they've played the game the right way. It's been coached the right way. It's been played the right way. Don't beat yourself. That's half the battle. Maybe even more. I don't know percentages. Val is calling from the Bronx. Good morning, Val. Val, baby boy, what's good, my man? How are you, Val? Where you been? Man, I've been. You know how it goes, Sal. You know what? I, before I get into my points, let me just say this: You're one of the few people I've said it to over the last few days. I'm making an exception because I told myself last week Friday was the end of the Happy New Year and Happy Holidays and all that stuff. After last week Friday, I'm, I wasn't saying it again. It's just, hey, how you doing? But for people like you and people that I haven't seen since the New Year. Yeah, special. Happy New Year, my man. Happy holidays. I hope you had a good one. <laughs> Thank you, Val. Happy New Year to you as well. And I know you had a good one because I heard about that gift that Taco Frank sent you. Oh yeah, that was some sentiment, bro. That 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 build a bear thing. That, I heard that that that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it was very nice. It got me uh, brought a little. You got people Christmas tears. Consider right. you and think that much into a gift before they send it to you. Right, it's the that's thought it. that counts, and the thoughtful gifts are the best one. And Taco Frank yeah, yeah, and his yeah. family went above and beyond. So it was. I was actually uh, messing around with that bear. With I gave the bear to my daughter and was playing the uh, the voice. The Annalise is over. Yeah, no, I was listening. Yeah. I, he, he put a lot of thought into that. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah. I got a couple of points to get to you with, with the Jets, but before I do, um, one more other thing. Well, what you just said about the Mets, only because you just said it, I feel exactly the same way you do. The longer that goes, the better it works for you, and I said that from day one because it means that there really aren't that many people out there that can push the button. Boris already showed you the way he pivoted to the Mets in the first place. The minute some, something comes up as a problem and he can go like you know another route, He's jumping on that in a minute. The fact that it's been going on that long means that he doesn't have that jump off. Right. And he could use Minnesota oh, all he wants. It's, the, Mets are, not, the Mets are going to call his bluff with Minnesota. Yeah. So the longer that goes, you know, hopefully that works out in your favor. But to get to why I called you, right, he was saying some stuff about the Jets. And you know what? I like your long views. So I like the whole Matt Ryan thing because you're looking at Zach as somebody, you know, I got some things to talk about, but everybody's talking this stuff with Zach as far as, like, him being privileged and all that stuff. Name me one of these quarterbacks. They acting like Eli or Peyton had to pick up cans to feed the rest of the family or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, all these kids are like that. They all come up that way. You know what I mean? You think Eli Manning or Peyton Manning has ever seen the inside of a bottle machine room? I doubt it. I'm just saying, if you understand their life, the kind of camps that they got to go to over the course of their their life before they even see the NFL, the kind of investment that their parents have to put in all of them. Most of them are not kids that are going to be like, you know, hard luck. You know what I'm saying? Like it takes a lot to get to where they get to. You know what I'm saying? So they all like that. So I don't even want to get into all of that. But my point, though, I like what you're talking about as far as the continuity. The only thing, and I'm hoping that, because I heard you, I think it was like a couple of recaps ago, you were talking about what you were saying. You mentioned Salah. Mm-hmm. You mentioned um, Douglas, and you mentioned Wilson, and I didn't hear you say LaFleur. And I'm hoping that's because in as much as I agree with your continuity, like I think there's two two things. One of two things has to happen as far as LaFleur is concerned. He either, either has to have a sit-down with Salah, him, and Zach, and find ways to, like, like tell me that you're going to put things in your offense that actually key to Zach's strengths. You know what I'm saying? Because I think what happened with them during the season is they got caught up in 
using Zach to open up Hall. And when Hall went down, that's when everything fell apart because that, that was the game that came with the Patriots. And they tried to open up Zach, and he wasn't ready for it yet. And you didn't have Hall to – because they were using the pass to open up the run. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you're either going to have to do that with LaFleur or then LaFleur has to go because I need somebody as an OC in here. If, if you're not going to give me a head coach that's an OC-minded person, I need the offensive coordinator to be somebody who knows – as many offenses as possible, and is not trying to make Zach play but, their offense, but, but Val, that is playing to Zach's strength. But Sala is not going to fire Lafleur. Like, well, that's, that's his... what I'm saying. It's one of two things because you could keep him, but then it has to be with the understanding that you know we're all growing together, and these are one of the things that you really need to grow at. You need to look at your offense more towards the guys that are in the room, as opposed to making the guys in the room fit your offense they're not at that level yet so you got to work with them before you get them there you know the problem yes i do and the problem is and val thank you for the call as always appreciate you checking in the problem is that the jets had a structure that was set up to fail zach wilson if not just set up to fail period end of sentence where you go from the disaster that was adam gaze Joe Douglas brings in Robert Sala, drafts Zach Wilson. Sala wants to hire LaFleur. And between the three of them, Sala, LaFleur, and Wilson, they've had zero NFL experience at the jobs that they're doing currently. Zach Wilson was never an NFL quarterback before. LaFleur never an NFL offensive coordinator. And Sala never an NFL head coach. And that is a recipe for disaster. And guess, if I could give you one guess, guess what happened. It was a disaster. Year one was a mess. Year two, not much better. And if everybody survives year three, it's going to be turnaround immediately or bust, basically. So, you look at what the Jets could have done uh, better about Wilson, that's what I'd be looking to do now. I would treat this like year one. I know it's year three, but I would treat this like year one if I'm the Jets. And bring in a veteran quarterback, and that's why I keep saying Matt Ryan, because he's the one, to me, the perfect guy to do so. But I would bring in a veteran quarterback, Matt Ryan specifically, and have him mentor Zach Wilson and try any way I could to save what they thought was the franchise quarterback after picking him number two a few or a couple years ago. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Kind of back on the fan, 877-337-6666. Bill Belichick planning to return next season. I just saw that on the scroll on ESPN. Well, of course. Guy's a lifer. What do you think he is, Sean McVay? At 36, he's had too much? Oh, it's so stressful, this job. It's so stressful. And I, and I got married. You know, I got married. I need to be home with my wife. I don't. I don't know if I want to do this. I mean, what are you kidding me? Get lost. McVeigh, that clown. I would never hire him if I'm another organization. Because, you know, eventually, he'll come get a broadcasting job and steal money from whatever company's going to pay him some ridiculous amount of money, even though he's got a terrible voice, an annoying voice at that. Now, I'm not sure why I would care what Sean McVeigh has to say. But he'll go steal some money from whatever broadcasting network, then he'll get bored, and somebody's going to come after him and want him to be a head coach. Then he'll pick and choose his spot again, as opposed to being a program builder, like some of the greats that I referenced before. McVay, please. Bill Belichick, great coach. Sean McVay, eh, lucky to win a Super Bowl. Last year was a fluke. They weren't even that good, the Rams. Look at them this year. That's the real coach. The real coach gets out of something like this and builds it moving forward. Doesn't go into this funk. I'm not buying it with McVeigh. And I have no respect for somebody who quits, potentially, he didn't do it yet, quits at 36, something that is supposed to be your dream. I mean, are you a football coach or are you not? I'm assuming, you know, he's he's too young maybe to have to understand these things, but I'm assuming at some point in his life he had a dream to be a football coach, right? That was his dream. Here you are. You're the head coach of a team that just won the Super Bowl last year, and you already got one foot out the door. That report came out last year before the Super Bowl. You got one foot out the door. Ah, maybe this coaching stuff's not for me. Oh, you want to be a broadcaster? Oh, okay. Andre's calling from the Bronx. What's up, Andre? Hey, what's up, Sal? How you doing, man? Good, Andre. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I got two things I want to talk about. First is the Jets with this with this Wilson guy, right? Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson. And, um, you know, he had a pretty decent career at BYU, but 
he just can't cut the mustard of the speed in the NFL. Like I was telling the other guy, I went to the Saints game last year, and, the, you know, the Saints wasn't the best team, but I could saw from that game he just cannot handle the speed of the defense coming at him, right? Now, maybe if you give him another year or something or whatever, maybe so, but maybe they just got it wrong again. Right, maybe maybe okay. maybe they got it wrong, Andre, but I don't know how you can make that decision definitively after two seasons, none of which he played a full season from start to finish. But when you see, you know, I've seen some football in person, and I've seen it more on TV. And when I went to that Saint game last year, we had really good seats. And you can see that he just was scared to death. He was panicking. Mm. You know, I just don't think that he could cut the mustard at this level. You understand? Fair enough. And, yeah, I get it. Know, no, I get it. I, I'm not ready yeah, to make and, that decision yet, but it seems like you're, uh, you and, and many uh, others uh, are. Hey, listen. Listen, I'm telling you what I think. It doesn't mean anything. They don't pay me. Right. right? But I do believe that, oh. you know, Mike White, um, I think he cut the mustard. But, you know, you don't know what he's going to give you, right? Let me ask you you something, Andre. How exactly do you cut mustard? It seems like it's impossible to be cut. No, no, we we understand. But, you know, I know you go to Cats for a good sandwich every time, and you want to put some pastrami on it, right? Right, So you want these people people to to be able to do what they should be able to do. And so far, we can't get a quarterback because the team is ready to win. I, I, I really think... That you know when Bryce Hall comes back and they get healthy, I think that they're ready to go. They just need that quarterback. Now, where we going to get that from? You know, Matt Ryan will be excellent because he has something left. Now you're and talking. I think he would do good. Yeah. Now you're talking, right? Well, so okay, you, you know that would be a really good thing for the Jets, and I think that they need to go for it. Now, will they go for it? Who knows what Joe Douglas is thinking? But they have to know that you know their job tenure is going to be under pressure because. Uh, Woody doesn't look so happy. Right. Well, the, fir- the <laughs> first now- thing the first thing they have to do, and thank you for the call, Andre. Appreciate you checking in. First thing they have to do is get the assurance from ownership. I, if I'm Joe Douglas, I'm going to Woody and saying, "Hey, you know, what's the deal here?" Uh, I'm sure they're having those conversations, or maybe Woody comes to him and lets him know what the deal is. You don't have to go to him, but you need assurances that everybody's going to be back, and then you can formulate a plan of attack for next year. Okay, this is what we got to do to develop Zach Wilson. This is what we want to do at quarterback. Here are some of the guys that we could go get. We think we're here. We think you know we can win now if we get this guy. Those are all the things that they have to go through. But it seems that there's uncertainty around you know, even the stability of the coaching jobs. At least oh, oh, there's speculation about a possible you know, or possible changes. So you got to see how that plays out. How exactly, though, do you cut mustard? Because it's, you know, it's a condiment. It's soft. Like, you actually can't cut mustard, right? Could you cut the mayo? I don't know where that expression comes from. Maybe we'll ask Marco when he comes in. Hector's calling from Washington Heights. Oh, look who it is. Hey, try not dropping any F-bombs on us today, huh? Oh, Boy, you had to bring that up right away, huh? Oh, yeah. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> so, 
I almost banned myself, man. I was embarrassed. I can't believe I did that. I was so upset with myself. Nah, let it go. It's all right. And you can't ban yourself. We only have five callers as it is on the overnight show. I need you. Stop it. Stop it. Brothers, yeah, my mom is listening. She couldn't have liked that. Sorry, mom. No. I don't know if if she was listening at that hour because she didn't bring it up. Good. Good, good. She missed that. Finally. Hmm. That was a good time for mama to listen. But let's get to the business at hand, Sal. What are we going to do with this career? What do you think? What's your gut feel? Uh, I I, I still feel good. I still feel good. I'm a little confused as to what went on uh, last night, early on today, whatever the heck you want to call it. You know, these hours get a little crazy. I haven't gone to sleep in a while, so it's also the same day for me. Hey, are you on but, strike? Uh, now that you mention it, I, I was like, I was trying to think of what my mom was saying, but she was asking, She literally the other day when we were talking, she asked about you saying, oh, Uber drivers are on strike. I wonder if Hector's, and I was like, oh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I honored that. What I mean, this, oh, know. all right. Well, there you go. Mom was thinking of you with the Uber strike. See, that's why I love mom. Yeah. That's where they go. But I'm um, still yes, I, I, feel, I feel good. Um, but like I was saying, I'm just a little confused, right? Because I'm pretty sure you saw that. I know you talked about it early on. I kind of missed it a little bit. I didn't know you were going to be on. I didn't see you early. You know that? You I'm what? You to come on at, I said, you need to start telling me when you're coming on early. I'm expecting you to come on at 2 o'clock. Well, I didn't know I didn't know it was going to be on at, at midnight until 5 o'clock. I looked at the schedule. It said 2 to 5. I was like, oh, yes, 2 a.m. to 5 a.m., little extra pep in my step all day. I was feeling good. I get an SNY and I get a text, hey, screwed up the schedule. You're on at midnight. And I was like, oh, okay. Guess I'm right, for another yeah. long one. <laughs> like 12.30 or so, I was wondering, like, oh, I wonder if I was on early today. I was going to check, and then I get a call like, oh, yes, Sam? I'm like, hmm. crap, you know But anyways, so we see the report, John Mancone, right? Puts out a tweet saying, Correa and the Mets have agreed to terms now waiting approval MLBPA. Right, but I don't know who that guy is that tweeted that. Do you know this John Mancone? I've seen him around from what I hear. He's like, he plays, he's in the minors. So yeah, I'm, a, I'm not buying it. I did see Bayerga, though. Did you see what Bayerga said? Well, Bayerga pretty much said the same thing he said. To me, Bayerga just translated in Spanish what this guy said. That's the thing. Ah, Everybody okay. went crazy with Bayerga, but he pretty much just quoted this guy. You know what I'm saying? He didn't come out with any information like, oh, yeah, I got from a source. He said, no, there's reports that this is this is this is this. And I'll expect it to come out tomorrow to be finalized. It was basically the same thing. He even ended it. One that I just saw recently. He even ended it the same way that the guy did by saying Mets fans can now breathe. But what I don't understand is if it was really an MLB player association approval that it was waiting for, then how can the Twins be back in? That doesn't make any sense. If you guys agreed to a deal and just waiting for approval, why would you go talk to this? Twins? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying it. I'm buying the Heyman slash Rosenthal report more so than the you, other two. But you think he does? The Twins are now the leader in the clubhouse? No, nah, no, I'm just saying that I think that there's that they're trying to get the Twins involved. I don't think a deal is done with the Mets. I wouldn't say the Twins are the leader. Ultimately, I can't believe that the Twins are going to give a better deal than the Mets would. There's no way that that's going to happen. This is, this is what I'm afraid of. This is what I've been telling people that I've been talking to this past weekend. This is where I started to get afraid of. It's been now three weeks where the Mets and Boris has been going back and forth, right? So there's probably things that they've agreed on. Probably still things that they're fighting over, whatever the case may be. 
but Boris already has pretty much an idea of what a team is willing, how far a team is willing to go, right? Whether they've agreed to certain clauses or not, whatever, whatever it is. Now he can go to another team and say, okay, this is what I have. And the Mets have put in all this legwork for three weeks or so, and a team like the Twins comes in and just puts on the finishing touches. That would really yeah, but but remember, Hector, the Mets want Carlos Correa. They just that. they just don't and want him at, at twelve years. Well, 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 supposedly, I don't know if I'm going to believe that or not. But what can Minnesota possibly give that the Mets couldn't or can't? Well, if you talk to Jack up on West Side, who I was talking to earlier tonight, he feels like Minnesota will still be willing to do the ten years to eighty five that they offered before because he feels like they've already seen his physical. And they would be comfortable with it. Ten uh, years, two eighty-five is what he said. I think I think that's what they had it offered before. So he feels like they would still be willing to do that. Uh, Whoa! What is going on um, over there? Buster's <laughs> Oh, scared the hell out of me. <laughs> that's a little light to me. Two eighty-five, and I got to go, Hector. Thank you for the call. As always, be careful. Watch out for those buzz. Thanks for the call. Uh, 285 for 10 years is a little light. 28 per. I don't think that's going to get it done. Although now, who knows? I, I I should say I don't think Minnesota's. I mean, maybe if Minnesota's willing to go to that extent, maybe that would be more than the Mets are willing to go. I bet the Mets are going to go to seven to 250. However, you want to get there as far as years. I bet you they'll get to 250 million. Would you? Uh, deem that drastically different, Marco. Is remember the report last week was that it'll yeah. be that's drastic. If if it's two fifty from three fifteen, yeah, it's enormous. Plus, you're talking about twelve years to maybe seven. What do you think happens here ultimately? I mean, these reports back I, and forth. Yeah, like I, look, I, I always kind of felt like he was going to be a Met. This is three weeks now. It's starting to make me think that you know what? If it hasn't happened now, somebody else is going to offer him something that he's going to say. You know what? Enough. And he's going to walk away. Yeah, but maybe the Mets just say, you know what, enough. Like, go somewhere else. We don't want you. It could be. Like I said, it, it's taken too long, though. Don't you think? Three like, weeks is too long. Don't you think the negotiating should be like, you know, Sopranos, Godfather style stuff? Like, if it were me, I'd be like, look, here's my offer. Take it or leave it. That's it. There is no more. Like, I'm not messing around here. This is what it is. We're not playing games. You either want it or or that's it. You don't. Yeah, but I don't see that's the thing. I don't think Steve Cohen wants to do that because I think he wants him. I think he knows that Correa walks if he does All right, that. But at some point. I think he wants him. And you know what? And I'll say this, and it's not. But then why not just budge and, and get it over with already? If that's that's gonna the be part. The- I think it's almost pride at this point, I feel like. Because it's, I feel like Steve Cohen wants this guy, and I think he thinks that it gets him over the top. He also looks foolish because he made those comments right after they reportedly signed and all that. But put that aside. I do think that the Mets need him to be a better team than they were last year. You take Correa right. now off. Where are they different well, from I mean, last year? No, they're not really, but they could go out there and get somebody else. Like eventually, it w- well, maybe trade for Reynolds is a possibility. Somebody at the trade deadline. Nobody that You would- don't walk in to spring training a better team. No, but that's fine. But I'm, I'm still. I think some, Steve Cohen doesn't like the idea that he doesn't walk into spring training with a better team than last year. I'm sure that's bothering him, but you can't also be reckless. Like somebody will pop up. Maybe not Correa, obviously, but there, there's going to be a bat that they can get at the deadline that they didn't get last year. They'll be a big bat. They could, but I think you're rolling the dice at this point. 
Right. Tim, again, well, I'd rather have them, but I'm I, saying it's not the, like it's the end of the world if the, they don't. The window for the Mets is somewhat small because the top of your rotation is old. That is Very, true very old. So I do think that there is the idea that you've got to capitalize. You had last year, this year, and maybe next year. At that point, you now had to basically reassemble the entire team. So I, I do think that there is a small window to try to win a title that they're right there. Does pride and the idea of how bad of whatever it is that's on that physical stop you from getting the guy that you feel like gets you over the top? And I don't know if it's almost like the the doctors and maybe Steve Cohen are arguing of what's really reckless and what's really not that bad. Do you know um, what cutting the mustard means? Like, I know you know the expression, but can you actually cut mustard? Uh, I mean, kind of. If you cut a hot dog, it cuts the mustard, no? Does it? Like, can you cut mayonnaise? Can you cut ketchup? Why can we cut mustard? You know, I never really thought about these things. Uh, See, these are the things that Sal brings up. I, 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 I got to be fair. Really so, this well, somebody was really... saying it before. The caller kept saying it. Andre was saying, uh, this guy didn't cut the mustard. This guy didn't cut the mustard. I'm like, well, how in fact do we cut the mustard? See, like, you can't cut. I feel like these are the things that you, between this and when should you wash your jeans. And yeah, right. How many times can you wear the sweatpants? I think these are the things that keep you up at night, and these are the things yeah. that you need to get past. I'm trying to do anything to keep, keep me up at night. I'm falling asleep over no, here. No, 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 not here. When you're home, I feel like there's things that keep you in the bed lying up and looking at the ceiling that you shouldn't have. We got to get past these. Shouldn't things, be worried so. about this stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about that. Sus, what would you have you looked it up? Let's go to the booth here. <laughs> have we? Where are we at on cutting mustard? Can that actually happen? I, I guess I'm the gene sterator of the yes. dictionary today. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm looking at the word, the origin of the word mustard, and back. Th- so apparently that term was used like is a diff- mustard was like a different substance back then. Hmm. You can actually cut it. It was like it says something along hmm. the lines of like it was a. It was the juice squeezed from grapes before it was made into wine or something like that. And it's like mustard is so named because the condiment was originally made by making mustard seeds into paste with, like, must. Hmm. I, I, I don't get it either, but I kind of get it. Like, if you think about it, hmm. you're when you're squeezing, like, out of a mustard bottle or something right, or a yeah, packet, I'm familiar like, with it, yeah. you're kind of cutting, like— no. the, Hmm. No, I don't. I'm trying to justify, hmm. but I, no, I, I don't think so. Even I'm doubting this, and I'm starting to think the English language was really weird back then. Yeah, if you take a second so to think about some of the these Latin things. Latin root. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, maybe it could come back. I mean, they are seeds. Right. You could. At some point, I'm sure somebody along the line had to actually cut mustard. But to where it's at right now, like nobody's cutting goldens up. You can't. You just can't do it. It's impossible to cut that substance hmm. up. Hmm. You know what I mean? Hmm. That expression doesn't cut the mustard. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.